Para sus... Um, belated happy birthday, birthday so happy to, to you. you. Happy birthday to you. Wow, you guys are all awesome. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> dear Nicholas. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. I like your cut, G. But, yo, happy birthday, Nick. Woo-hoo. Uh, thanks. He's currently thanks, at guys. his birthday date with his girlfriend and still on the pod. What a hero. Still on the pod. Actually, I'm still waiting for it. Yeah, so welcome, everyone. Spurs in season two, episode two, first game of the season, Southampton one, Tottenham Hotspur four. What a way to start it. What a way to start it. I'm Ben, your host, with Nick, obviously, the birthday boy, but he'll probably be bouncing out, you know, birthday things. We got Derek, Jomar, Jose, everyone say hello. What's up? What's everyone? up? What's up? <laughs> Good game, boys. Good way to start the season. Very much so. For a slow starters, traditionally, we normally, uh, aside from last season, obviously, because we had three wins from three games and three one nothings. That was like a wolf in sheep's clothing. But we've been pretty slow starters over the course of the recent history. So uh, coming out and smoking a somewhat middle table team was a nice start. I don't even know if we can call them a middle table team anymore. That was a bad team. That was a bad yeah. team. All right. Happy birthday to me. Gotta go to my birthday dinner. <laughs> Love you, Nick. Be, well, Bye, guys. Be safe, brother. Have fun. Thanks, guys. Woo. All right. So, yeah. So, we, the birthday boy is going to go off and do his thing. But, yeah. I mean, from all the reports, like, I mean, that team is new. That's young. That's a different Southampton team than you see. You saw, like, what, two or three players that you really remember? From that team, I mean, Ward Prowse is there. Mm-hmm. We can, we can literally start that. Like literally, the only thing they did well is wow, Ward Prowse's foot is fucking amazing. Not, I mean, the play was fine. Like their first goal. Like if we want to just jump into it, that original mm-hmm. goal is fine. I yeah. can give a little blame to Pierre for maybe being a little out of position, but I mean, screw it. Janepo beat Royale a little bit put us a, a weird cross back over and this dude's foot is just amazing. Like I can't, there's nothing else to say it. Not only did he not, he put it top corner off a bounce <laughs> off the volley. And like, we all stood there like, all right, so please just don't have all the players. Just don't give him the ball for the rest of the game. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. tough. I, I can't, I can't, I wasn't mad at Tottenham during that play because yeah, Royale got beat a little bit, but it was more of a play that Gineppo was trying to save the ball more than anything from going out of bounds. And he did, and he kicked it back to a good spot where James Ward-Prowse was, and we don't want that guy by himself. Hoiberg made a crazy attempt to fly and head the ball, didn't, get on, didn't get on it. And then he just kicked it into the ground, and it was a tough ball for Hugo to read. And, I, I mean, shout out to him. He did a great job catching that off the volley and striking it, but not, not mad at all. No, yeah. not mad. You can't be mad. I'm He's mad. a one of one player. I don't think there's anybody else in the Premier League like him. There's uh, advanced statistics that he's probably the best free kick taker of all, if time. Not of all time, but of the last 10 to 15 years. And uh, sometimes shit happens. Yeah. I remember saying at the time in the chat, uh, I'm not even really mad about this. This is bad, but what are you going to do? That was just well taken. And Thankfully, that was the last bad part of the whole game. Definitely. He's, we saw that they we couldn't really get rid of the ball, and that was the only thing I didn't really like about it. We couldn't get rid of the ball in our in our own area. But, uh, yeah, James Ward-Prowse is a very quality player, and he took that very well. Yeah, it was definitely a slow first 15 minutes. Typical. Typical. But there was a bad 15 minutes because they pretty much – controlled the ball for the most part. We didn't really have anything I can remember. Not really. Yeah, but then I, the game. I, I, I think we did some positive things in that uh, first 15 minutes. I saw some good play early on from Emerson, and I, I kind of thought he would have a good game because he, he looked good early. He was getting by people early, which was a surprise. When Whenever <laughs> Emerson gets by people, he's like, 
Well, this I'm not disagreeing good. with you. I just don't. Th- I don't remember him doing it early. I remember him being excellent throughout the game and actually beating Janepu down that line multiple times. But um, I, that was first few minutes. I don't remember mu- uh, much of, yeah, of us having that much of the possession. No, not too much, of course. But um, I mean, I did see early play from Emerson that was positive in my in my opinion. Yeah, I thought he had a very an excellent game actually. But uh, yeah, so the game goes on and we start picking it up and we start seeing things that we don't usually do. This is a new Tottenham squad. He, even though starting lineup throws out just the same team. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're running his back. Yeah, running those are back. the guys he has confidence in right now. And did that look like the same team that we saw even at the last game of the season last year or the last two games? Did that look at all like the same team? It looked like oh, we're really? so much more improved. Mm-hmm. I think it was the wingbacks because, I mean... Arguably, you can yell to say the two worst players in that day were Kane and Son. Yeah, you can absolutely say that. And you can say that our best player that's... was Sess. And, and of course, the guy, the other guy we're going get, to uh, get into later. But Sess was one of our best players of the day. And Emerson was almost as good. You know, yeah. Sess looked, looked yoked. My yeah, man put on like sure. 10 to 15 pounds of muscle. He looked strong. And they released that uh, news report that he went to like Portugal to go train with that boxer. The balls to show up. Wait, someone said it. The balls to show up to a Conte uh, summer, uh, whatever, training three weeks earlier, knowing what's going to come when he sh- when Conte <laughs> actually shows up. So yeah, mad props to success. He looked, as you said, yoked, fast, everything. And yeah, super excited that he was real willing to put in the effort to become the player that we all hope he's going to be because there was there were nervy times with him of what he was going to be. And there's still work to be done, but with Perisic uh, being his role model right now, we're it's looking really good for Sess. And that whole left side with the signing today or yesterday or whatever we got, um, Destiny. I'm going to call him Yudogi. Destiny. Destiny Yadogi. And coming to the stage Yudogi. is Destiny. Sorry. But um, hey, that's my yeah. daughter's name. Boom! That is so bad. Wait, hey. sorry. It was before all this um stage stuff. Oh. <laughs> Let's get back to success. I, 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 never you've let you've left me kind of speechless and <laughs> in my awkwardness. <laughs> but all right, so let's let's get to the first goal. Let's get to Sess's goal. The difference that you really saw is was really in that first goal. We got the ball up and our control of the ball was so much better in the movement around. And okay. So we're not able to fully break them down the way we wanted to in the first 30 minutes or um, in the first 20, first 20 minutes. And then we kind of got the ball and our passing around the box so much better with the movement. And you saw Emerson come back and Kulu come up top. And all he needed was a little bit of space because we have three players are technically unbelievable. And Kulu put in a cross from outside the 18-yard box to the back corner that was pitch perfect. And as Seth said in his comments, Paris said, I'm bigger than, you're bigger than Kyle Walker-Peters every time hit that corner. And he's, he destroyed, Kyle Walker-Peters was behind him, falling on his face. I made a, I made a note of that. I was like, in, in my head, they made such a concerted effort to keep on attacking that side in that first 20 minutes, they were constantly going against KWP and using Sess to go against him. I don't know if it was, I guess it was that what Perisic told him. And I guess Sess has a lot of confidence because remember this guy was on our team. So he probably knows he can get by him or something like that. And they just made a concerted effort always to go to Sess early on. And he would continually beat him. Easy. Well, I, think I, felt what... bad for him. I really did. Kyle Walker-Peters. Yeah, being a Spurs, you know, youth product, he was just getting obliterated over and over and over again. So the funny thing is, I the first thing that came to my mind when I saw that goal was other than like great goal, Cess's first Premier League goal. Let's throw it out there. Congratulations, Ryan Cessnion. Perfect. As Kevin Weeks in the hockey would say, welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the league. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was awesome. But the first thing I thought about was like, you remember all our connections to Lamptey? Mm-hmm. No way does Conte like that type of player. No Do we have way. A issue? Yes, I think Conte goes. Is he good? At, is he good? Like, let's throw me these three players. Are they all good? It's are they all good? Or do they exactly what they want me to do? Now, give me their metrics. 
because I just I think he wants to beat up on teams. He wants to wear teams down. Look at all our signings. Look, even us going after uh, Zaniolo and not even a word about Madison from Conte or the team other than fans throwing that out there. And it's you clearly know why. You know why. Yeah, he's an absolute unit. And yeah, he just wants to wear down teams and beat up on teams. So yeah, that goal comes off of something that we usually don't do. It's it wasn't a counter. It was a, uh, it was some quick passes. It was some good play, and it was getting our star players, um, some time, and it was getting our wing backs to actually crash the net. And that's what's going to happen all season. We have Sessegnon's backup is better than him, so I'm not going to call him his backup. And Parasic is strong and tall, and that's going to be huge. And we, uh, even on the other side, a lot of promising things to come. So yeah, it was. That goal was super promising because that's Conte ball. Well, I think the other thing I want to point out about that point in the game is I think the 15 minutes where we were kind of on our back foot was because they were doing a decent job of pressing us, especially getting when we were trying to get the ball from defense to midfield. And then once we started beating their press, it was they just gave up, especially after we scored because everything kind of completely changed. We're the best counterattacking team in the league. Maybe in the world. Probably so in the best world. league in the world. Well, it so. depends. Are we? It depends on who can who Barcelona can register. I guess. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's so sad. That team makes me sick. Like I'm hating that team. Many, they have I've as always, many unregistered players as we have uh, signings this summer. Yeah, I know. To quickly digress, I think I've I, I've always kind of been a more of a Real Madrid fan, and I'm now I'm happy that I made that decision. Fuck Barcelona. Big, big this bullshit. No, big, no, nope. like, all right, screw it. Let's go back. So back into the game. Ten minutes go by, and we we've, we've taken we've taken the game pretty yeah. much by the horns, and we get a corner. Sonny kicks it in, kind of flies out, uh, goes all the way to the other side of the field, and then all the way back to Sonny. Sonny puts in a beautiful low cross, and while this all is happening, our defenders stay in the attacking mode. While I think it was usually it's Hoiberg who drops back into the, that defensive position, and Dyer puts in a, his first goal in forever—a beautiful glancing header, low—and yeah, this is just the start of like getting our def- defensive score. So that's two defensemen to score our first two goals of the season. And what of course, the, he, I'm going to take scores with his head. And I'm going to take my opportunity here to do what I love doing and giving a shout out to Hoiberg. Hoiberg's pass over the top to Sonny. To win us that corner was excellent. It was excellent. And yep. it took a great um, stop from the goalie to, to, to stop it from going in. But that was um, kudos to Hoiberg for that great pass. And bouncing off what my dad just said, I want to give, because we, we earlier we said that Kane and Son were probably like our worst players on um, in that game. It's not that they played bad. It's that they weren't as clinical as they should have been. They shot shots straight to the goalkeeper, but they were good shots. They had an overall okay game. They just didn't put the stats in. Right. I think everyone else played so well that they looked pretty ordinary, even though they're two best players. Exactly. We scored four goals in a game that Sun and Kane didn't score in. So that's and it was awesome. Uh, going back to that goal, great, great control with the header, man. Dyer was absolutely Dyer's awesome head. on that. Dyer's head was great there. Plus. <laughs> Yes, but uh yeah i mean that's the way dyer scores but uh it was really good to see him finally get a goal and it was really great to see him after romero beating the shit out of him holy crap that's what he was doing quick shot to the kidney quick shot to the head and then sonny got involved where he took out his hair (laughs) and all all i could think about was like what if what's gonna happen if richarlison scores (laughs) full-on fist fight Full-on fist fights happening, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, the first, those those first two goals are great. Then we can get into the third goal. And the, the funniest part I find about the third goal is I watch the Conte cam. If you watch the Conte cam, he doesn't even react to the own goal. Does not do a thing to that. One of you the worst own goals I've I, ever seen. I was listening to another pod where they reviewed why he wasn't so happy. And now it's time for me to shit on Hoiberg. He was abs- ab- uh, absolutely upset at Hoiberg because he kind of <laughs> yes. missed Sonny. That's what I was about to get you on. Okay, I was like, later in the podcast, I have a pass where he totally fucking fucks it up. But also <laughs> it was like, 
I mean, that play was, was that the play where Emerson and then we're all, it was like four of our guys running up the field and they were like four guys you maybe probably wouldn't want running up. It was like Emerson yeah. and like mm-hmm. Hoiberg. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah but it was, it was Emerson who actually started everything. Emerson made a really good defensive play and stole, got the ball and just kept on yep. running and went, I think he passed it to Kane and Kane lost it. And he somehow was running in the path where yeah. Kane lost the ball. He just kept on pushing it forward. Mm-hmm. So, and he hustled his ass down. So kudos then, to him. And then he got the ball back when he got to the corner to get the, the cross in. Or you know how Emerson scores his goals. <laughs> he needs some help. And not from his team. <laughs> but uh, well, he yeah, actually he puts... got credited with the assist. And to yeah, one yeah, of yeah. our most popular guys, OG. What was the guy's name? Solisa? Uh, hold on. I have it Alisu. right up here. Solisu. Oh, Dude, body position, my man. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know what the plan was there, and I actually got accused of being drunk after having one beer uh, because I was cackling like a like a lunatic. Like, if that was videotaped, I would have removed it from the world because I did look absolutely insane. But I just I had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was it was a ridiculous point. Uh, it was a ridiculous own goal. I couldn't. His body positioning was unbelievable. Was it worse than the Gareth Bale own goal off his head? Y'all know, y'all know which one I'm talking about? No, I don't know which one you're talking about. It, it was like, I think Aaron Lennon was clearing the ball, and it he ricocheted it. Oh, off right Bale's oh face. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. No, that's not Bale's fault. Bale yeah, was just a, an innocent bystander who got blasted in the face. Exactly. Yeah. Clear. This, this guy tried to clear. I don't even. His body was facing the net, and I don't know whether his plan was to kick it straight up in the air or make a perfect clear over the bar, but not hitting the goal. I have no idea what he was thinking. His no, no, no. His body was facing out of the net, but somehow his feet were facing into the net. It was right. un. He was all over the place. Although, yeah, he was all over Literally. the place. So that's the only way to explain it. But the game goes on, and it's a, it's a different game from the standpoint of we're usually we we're not sitting back as much. I understand we're playing Southampton, but it's this new it's a different Tottenham of we can you know we can control the ball now way more way better than we did last year, and we're still gonna crush you on the counter. We'll give you we'll give you that five inches, and then we'll take everything. We've Whoa. done it to everyone. Whoa. That's the name I don't know where place. you're going right now. <laughs> Did you just make that sexual? I think it was you, sir. I just said we'll we'll, you, we'll, we'll give you five inches five and we'll inches. take all and then we'll take all of you. Yes, we'll take all that of it. Very sexual. You oh, can't sorry. argue with that. Take all of you in five inches. Okay, well. I didn't oh, I man. did not mean to make a dick joke, but I guess that's where you guys went. We'll give this you is, an inch. That is the theme of this podcast. We'll right. give you an we'll we'll give you an inch, but then when you give when you take that inch, we'll take the rest of the field. Oh, you guys are the worst. I can't even like I don't know what to say, but you get what I mean. Don't we'll uh, give you some space. We'll give you some space, and you'll think you'll be in control, but really we know we're in control. We're just ready to pounce. You make that one error, and we have the best three front people running at you, and all of a sudden you are in worlds of trouble. Mm-hmm. And and then let's so let's jump into the fourth and, and, the fourth and, and to to allude on that our midfielders were they didn't have the greatest game in the world but they had a pretty solid game they controlled the midfield and they were great at getting the ball forward really really quick especially Bencore Bencore was I thought he was great at recognizing what kind of pressure was coming to him and getting mm-hmm. rid of the ball in the perfect spots all the time I love both. Both our midfielders during that game had a lot of times where they were being pressured, where they could have easily, like, given the ball up, but they would like turn away from, turn away from whoever was pressuring them, and they would release the ball to our wingers or to the wingbacks, and it was great. It was great play. I think they had a pretty, like, like, how do you say it? a better game than usual? That's what I think. Yeah, it wasn't really a. Uh... A shiny, exciting mm-hmm. performance from either of them, but they, like you said, I think that's something that they have been drilled on pretty hard over the course of this off season. Is because even Hoiberg, who is, as we've said many times, not really an athlete, at least compared to other professional football players, 
he always seemed to have better positioning than the people pressing him and we pass yeah. back to the center backs. And I, I think that's honestly what Ben does best is he has no wasted movements. So he gets the, he has an idea of plan A and plan B and decides accordingly, depending on where the defenders are. So, but that's where, hold on, I'm going to take a crazy tangent here. Jose's been saying we have too many initials that are doing the same job. That's the job they have to do. We don't need anybody else. We have five attackers that can do the job they're doing. All they have to do is not give the ball away and play solid defense. That's, that's it. I agree. That's, I agree. That's when I said in the last pod, like adding to what Derek said, I said in the last pod that maybe we, because I, I was saying earlier in the season and in the text, I was saying that maybe we should get an attacking midfielder. But me, I'm realizing now that that's not entirely Conte ball. His, his I, attack, I agree. attack of play I, is through the wingers. I agree, but it won't hurt to have something different to mix up things. Because, look, I mean, look, it's, it's a tough comparison, but look at what Emerson. Emerson gives us a different right back than usual than what we expect from the Conte ball kind of right or right wing or right, whatever the hell position he plays. He's different. He's not your typical Conte player. And it's a, it's a different mix when we want to shore up defensively, we'll throw him out there. We want to play more offensively. Maybe Doherty's the guy and maybe another midfielder with different attributes can help us out too. Yes. I agree. Sure. So let's get let's go to the final goal, and then we can, you know, just jump to the t- random topic. So, three one. Uh, generally, feel that this game is this game has been put to bed, but yeah, we we cru- we we're still crushing. We're still trying to get as many goals as possible. We cruise down the left side, Romero, Kulu to Romero. Romero takes it. I mean, not Romero. Sorry, Royale takes it all the way to the line, and then thank you, cutback passes. I've been. I feel like all last season, I asked for cutback passes. It's and, been more than last season. It's been for years. And while <laughs> the defense was terrible because no one was even close to Kulisevsky, Royal mm-hmm. hits Kulisevsky wide open, and that man, talking about no wasted movements, Kulisevsky, Kulisevsky has no wasted movements, and you, it's so man. it's so obvious to see because of the person he replaced in Lucas Moore. Talk about wasted movements. Lucas mm. Moore is the king of wasted movements. Kulu is all wasted movements. Kulu is doesn't waste movements, and then just beautifully pass that ball into the side of the net with a left foot that we really haven't seen. It, he's not as good as Gareth Bale, but with a but technically that left foot is just as so close. So it's yeah, technically just easily put that in. That was to to add to the goal, right? while we're talking about it, that was surprised. That's surprisingly his first goal in the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, which is they Real. said it. Yeah, all his all his goals were away from home last season. That was mm-hmm. his first one in front of our fans. And what a goal it was! What a treat he gave our fans because that was like Ben was saying. It was no wasted movement, movement whatsoever. Beautiful coming off his left foot. There was no way anyone was stopping that. It was so good, man. That guy is so he's balling out of his mind right now. He's um I don't know, I don't even know what to say anymore. Like I was gonna say, like one of my most famous, like favorite rappers right now. From I, I'm old school guy, but one of my like newer guys that I like is uh 21 Savage. And boy, is 21 a savage. Because he is. He's very, very good, man. Well, I was going to say something. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, hey, Eric, Derek, as a metaphor, how is that? I'm not a big 21 Savage guy. I don't like the face tattoos. So I ha- can't say I've heard much of his music. So I can't really have to give a, uh, a take on that one. But I just mm-hmm. thought about this. Shit in on my metaphor. No, <laughs> well, no. Derek, Derek's, Derek's the king of metaphors. Honestly, I think off the top of my head, I don't. I think if I had to choose one player to not sell right now, based on age and skill level, I think he would be top of the list. And I don't think that's crazy. He's young. He's younger than Phil Foden, who everyone sucks off every season about how goddamn good he is, even though he gets in half of the games. Phil Foden has a kid. Is that a gun reference? No, he has a he's a child. I saw he has a child. I, th- I thought he, I was like, isn't this guy 18? 
No, he's 20, he's 21 and change. Like, Kulisevsky is better than all of these. He's the best young player in possibly Europe, and it's not even a short sample size at this point. It's almost a full season. Yeah, there's... Guy's a monster, and everyone knows he only has left foot. It doesn't matter. He's like Aryan Robin. Yeah, it's crazy, man. His size, he's not fast, but he still gets by people so easily, and they know where he's going, and he still does it. His touch, I remember he controlled a, a, a ball off of a volley with it just one foot and just made it drop during the game the, the guy was so good man so good i don't think he needs a goal celebration that's iconic i enjoy him just running over and like just limbs <laughs> he just he just doesn't like have one he just goes crazy awesome right. love it you don't need not everyone needs an iconic goal celebration just go nuts love it he, ce- he celebrates like a kid yeah, like the kid that he is. He can't raise his hands, arms above his head. It's just really weird, but like, it's okay. <laughs> he like goes like this, and his like arms are like flailing. It's like a classic soccer player. It's like they didn't, they haven't used their arms enough in life. It's like Sterling. I always think of Sterling as little dino arms. Well, that okay. was the best part about Bergvine celebration is that we saw it like four times. So when it actually happened, it was really special. Yeah, with Kulczewski, he can swing his arms around every other game because at this point that's what it feels like is happening talk about well, using their hand that Chiellini thing was hilarious when he spiked the ball and playing <laughs> volleyball was it he has in 2022 he has the third most um goal he chances on goal or goal chances or involved in, involved involved in goals and the people are in front of him are Kane and Son, Kane and Son. So, yeah yeah I mean, but that should change this year. It really should. So when we think of like, unless we we score way more goals than we did last year, expect more goals to come from those wingbacks, just like they did this game. I mean, look look where all the goals came from. Sess, Dyer, Sess kicking it off a uh, kicking it off a Southampton player for a goal, and then Kulu. So that's three defensive goals essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sess. He, I think he was... OG OG is generally from a defensive player so that's fair yeah but Very literally fair. so it's like, so Kulo scores the fourth goal and then at least at the bar we have all checked out I mean we're watching the game and hoping that we score more Sonny had a chance Kane missed the chance but that game is over this this team we dom- we, we put them to bed after those 15 minutes we fucking dominated them from that minute on and it was a, such a statement win and even Emerson tried another chance. He, he tried a bicycle kick, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many great memes about that. Pretty athletic looking, I'll give him that. There's a meme of like a picture of like the world, like su- in like super advanced and technological, like if Emerson had made that goal. Which is <laughs> 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 great. Oh, man. But yo, he can go for that in that type of game because. Sure, why not? You remember how nervous I was more than all of you for Norwich last year when we knew who Norwich was. They're a fucking garbage team that we were going to crush. And that's what we did. The hype made me nervous going into this game. And to see us just take that first gold on the chest and then destroy them. Statement. What's also, statement. what's also a big statement is the people we have on our bench who had who had time to play during our game as well. I I love to see when Conte used the new uh, five substitutions. He brought on everyone and it shows. Quadruple substitution, dude. That's big. That was was insane. And to see, to see everyone come on and, you know, we, we were playing decent with our subs as well and our new players. And it's great to see. I, I really enjoyed when he made those subs. It's like the iconic scene in Endgame where everybody's coming through the, the portal. That's so what I, it felt like. So last podcast, I asked a question of, are we going to play Hoiberg versus the more defensive teams? This game, I think, is different because of first game where just, you know, new, new players are coming in. Conte is going to give those play, the, the players that got him Champions League the go. Fine. Great to see Davies, Davis play, by the way. He just he makes so much of a difference than watching Sanchez at that position or anyone minus Sanchez at that left center back position. Because I won't say he's 
he's bad at the at bat. He's uh, Sanchez is not bad at backing up Romero. He needs he just needs to be on that right side if he ever plays. Mm-hmm. He can never be on the left side. Very yeah. solid, very solid. And even again, when you said defensive players, he had I think two shots in the game. One of them was really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also sorry. So what I was getting into was Hoyberg plays defensive. Does uh, Busuma and Bentacor play versus the shittier teams that we have to you know break down lower blocks and then uh, I don't think that's how it's going to work I think it's going to who's the, the what partnership works the best and that's how it's going to go it's not going to we're not going to play best players because we have look Basuma's Basuma at his height is the best midfielder we have right now but doesn't mean Basuma and Hoiberg are the best could mean that could be a worse pairing than Basuma than than Benton Core and Hoiberg let's say so that'll be figured out but to start that team and then to see Parasic and Basuma. And I know Richie couldn't play this game because he's just suspended for being awesome and throwing a flare in the, in the stands, but <laughs> Ling to Ling. see these players and Langley come on. It's, is so it's just a didn't a different, it's a, it's a different error. It's a different Tottenham team, even from Pochettino errors. Pochettino error was all Delhi. 5 million. We know we got lucky on uh, Kane coming through the system. Son being 15 million or whatever. This is a new era of Tottenham. You said it earlier. This was a statement game and we let everyone know. And a lot of people are noticing this team is going to be a handful to deal with. And we're going, we're going to be there to the end. I guarantee it. We're, we're not, we're not better than city. We're not, we're probably not better than Liverpool. No, we're not. But we're going to be a pain in the ass for them and we're going to beat up on the other teams. See, and it's, I, I, I just want to butt in here. I'm sorry. I, I can't, I can't agree that we're not better than city or Liverpool. They have way more turnover on their first 11 than we do. Nunez, Nunez scored a really nice back heel. They did draw to Fulham and then and blink the Fulham, pitch. So. All right. We're, let's not jump to the first game of the season. Garbage. That no, team but- has, Full that team overall has better has elite players almost at every position, even though Trent cannot play defense for his life. But we, we also can, didn't. But then again, look at yeah, look at last season. Yeah, 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 we hit we we played very well against the good teams. It's not, it's, but it's not about that. We still finished like what twenty points behind them because we don't play as well as they do against every team. Well, I think well, it's more because Nuno we didn't. Yeah, because we started with Nuno. <laughs> We lost to Brighton and Southampton last year with under Conte at the nearing the end of the season to make it little. Yeah, but when Conte took over, if you look at the points, we're right there with them. Right. Third. Yo, I am mad excited about your guys' positivity about us being closer to City, and I don't think we're close to City. I think City in the middle of that game figured out how good they are. Oh, it it was literally if you sorry, I I I want to talk Spurs, but that City game was. So we, if we just don't do all of our little passing right in the box and we move it a little bit upfield, we can do that, destroy teams, and then Holland will make these runs and we can just hit yeah, them into him. That's he's a nasty a, pairing. KDB and Holland. If you watch that game and didn't go, that dude is fucking terrifying, then you're insane. You're out of your Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. Terrifying. He, he, terrifying. That second finish was great. I think we, I, I put it in the group text. That second goal was um, really good I, by him. I, I love this technique on that. But And yeah, they're a scary team. But if we take care of what we got to take care of and we play these good teams the way we played them last year, I mean, we're going to be there, man. We're going to be there for sure. And I mean, one point I want to make. Yeah. Who's in first place right now? <laughs> yes, Derek, just, Derek, just one stop point I want to make. And you know, yeah, stop the count. You know, I'm, you know, I'm the one who is probably takes a little bit of negative side after three games three games last year we were also in first place sure but one thing i do want to say is our goal differential currently is the same as it was after three games last year it was a much different experience that we let's yeah we let's take this one game at a time let's let's just call the season spurs have won the league congratulations (laughs) guys it's over yeah (laughs) up the spurs let's go yeah, monkeypox has canceled the season, and then we're going to end it here. Jeez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but no, no but honestly, I think that's a good transition to what's coming this weekend. The team has, yeah, who's been our our bogeyman, who's been like the scariest thing that every single season for the past three, four years. 
No man of the match. Can we can we, we please fucking beat Chelsea, please? Yes, we will get I to Chelsea, it. but this is our best. Jose point. is right. Let's talk about our man of the match. I mean, it should be unanimous, but no, it's not a talk. Kulisevsky was the best player on the field. He was probably the best player the whole weekend. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Sess. Yeah, absolutely always. shout out to Sess because Sess had the opportunity to have a, a hat trick. If it wasn't for the offsides, then oh, that, goal. Offsides, oh, that was a that, great finish. What a play. But yes, yes, we, we were offsides. Good point. That was beautiful. And he had another chance. He 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 almost had a hat trick, that guy. So um very good play to, uh from Sess, and he definitely gets honors at least. Sure, yeah. we got cool sexy and sex in your Wow. Okay. I mean, throw, <laughs> throw in a little dire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't make a sex name for that. Dire Die sex. another day. I've been thinking <laughs> of uh, fantasy names for you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but I think everybody aside from everybody, I think everybody played better um, than our three most reliable players. I mean, Hugo didn't have much to do. And mm-hmm. Kane has done kind of had glimpses, but they didn't really need him touch the ball much. I mean, Kane had some good passes. Uh, no, Son had an assist, but they didn't no, really touch the ball much. Son had the one play where he like kept pump faking across the box oh until God. they kicked it over right. the net. And so. Kane got fucking angry. Hey, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. But I want Kane to get angry like that. That's what I want yeah, out of, of my striker. But, but I also want I also want Kane or I also want Son to shoot that. It's it's shoot like it the idea the of he did shoot he just <laughs> shoot it in the goal yes yeah put it in the goal thank you Jamar that's the goal of the game but the thing is I think I don't know if we did we talk about this last week if I want them to be able to play when Richarlison obviously comes back next week if they have to all four of them at once and I think the best version of that is if Kane drops back into the nine to the nine but. Congratulations. No, yeah. back to the 10. No, I disagree. No, to the no. 10, to the 10, to the 10, to then. Sorry, to the 10. But good luck asking Kane to do that. Not that I don't think he will, because I think Kane's all about winning, but I think he wants that goal record. And if you're going to start taking away his his goal positioning spots, I don't think he'll love that. But I, I, I think, think the best idea is we put move Sun further wide on the left and put Richarlison in between them. Yo, Kane wants That's that trophy goal. more than anything. I mean, huh? Kane wants the trophy more than anything, because like, Soccer fans are so fucking stupid in how they argue. No, it's a lie because everything they talk about in, in in European football is like, how many trophies do you have? There was an argument over is oh, yeah. a is a Rigi better than Kane because he has two Premier League championships? Like that thing that happens with European soccer fans because they're all fucking so stupid. Yeah. And Rigi American fans, we only we only care about if you win the championship or you don't, but we, we can understand that players are still much better than other players on their team, regardless of trophy cases. You want to shit on the Spurs team as an organization? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, Joe Mark. Not that I don't disagree with you there. Not that English was Kane cares more about trophies than getting the record. And I disagree wholeheartedly with that. This is a person who put it, who sweared on his child's life, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. touched the goal that Erickson clearly put in, and they gave him credit for it. No one in the world cares about scoring goals or literally anything more than Harry Kane does. About people scoring. change, people change, and what is the biggest argument whenever Kane comes up in any argument? Benzema has championships. Lewandowski has championships. Blah 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 blah. And all that matters is oh, no one even like questions like. Yeah, because he plays in the Bundesliga, where Bayern wins every fucking year. Or he plays in um, the La Liga, where only two teams, or Atletico sneaks in every one year. Or Serie A, where there's only three other teams. They're they're tin-pot leagues, and I'm Uh, sorry, uh, those players... That's a little aggressive. So why do the... That's not... Okay, I'm not calling no, them no, tin no. pot leagues. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking shots at Real Madrid and Barcelona because over the course of my years of being a fan, they've clearly been better than us. But the Premier League doesn't have like, I don't know, Elche or no, Getafe. No, the, yes, the difference is the twentieth team in the Premier League is way harder than the twentieth team in any other mm-hmm. league. Yes, mm-hmm. and just the physical style of play and, and the right. timing get on right. the ball. We, yeah, we're now getting to one of the top teams in the league, and that's a team that we're going to play next week. I don't know if they're considered one of the top anymore because of all these changes that they've been going through, but they're, they're, I they're, 
they're still, they're up, still there. top. They're still, yeah, they're still they, up there. They still got Raheem Sterling and Koulibaly in this offseason. Let's not. Exactly. They got the probably arguably the one of the best defense, defensemen in the world. Yes, regardless of his age and one of the best players in the world. Raheem Sterling is the guy I wanted over Richarlison for certain reasons, mainly Kane and his connection on England. And because there's no one who goes better, de- goes down better in the box than Raheem Sterling. Hilarious meme by uh, tweet by Rio oh, Ferdinand about that that picture, but oh no, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> yes, it was hilarious. But I thought that was that's that's who I wanted up for Charleston. I love I, I really like for Charleston. Let's not get over that. But I thought Raheem would have been perfect, and he could have he he can move around to certain spaces, and I think he could have played better than Charleston can. He could be that ten when Kane plays the nine. But I also Instead, think Richarlison really fits in from a mentality standpoint. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what happened? R- Rafinha, uh, Sterling, Richarlison, they all came up to Conte and he goes, who's six foot <laughs> and who's the right. biggest? Right. <laughs> right. Who's the biggest shithouse? Who's going to cause the most problems? Who's going to fucking Absolutely. fight to the death? And that's not Sterling. Sterling goes down. But what I like about Sterling go down is we have the best penalty kicker in the world. So sure. It's true. But, um, yeah. Also, that penalty that we should have gotten. Holy shit! <laughs> what was that? Uh, was it Sunny when he ran right through the back of Sun? It was like a, it was like little Sandra Martinez one, or he dragged his foot. I I can't, I can't remember, but I was like, come on, like he's coming up behind him. He just took his foot out. But whatever. Four such is life. Yes, such is life. Let's but let's so let's move on to this game. So we're gonna play Chelsea next week. Great time to play Chelsea. We have been consistently by pundits and whatever ranked to finish third above Chelsea. And Chelsea's even considered to not even make Champions League soccer next year, mainly because new owners, um, they're a little disorganized currently. Great time to play them early in the season. But as Derek has put forward before, yeah, this team is our bugaboo who beat us like what, four times in like two weeks last year. I fucking hate Chelsea so much, man. So, yeah, it, it, it's time. It's time. Like you said, last week was a statement game, and I think this week is even a bigger statement game if we can go out there and do what we have to do. It's, it's a Stanford. team that's been a thorn in our side for a long time, and we fail to get any kind of points when we go against them. And now is the perfect time. It's like last year when we played Man City. It was the perfect time to play them. And right now is the perfect time to play them. Let's and go out there and let's get rid of this stigma and kick their ass. 100%. It's at Stanford and, Bridge. And they, didn't, and they didn't look good last week at all. No, they, they didn't look that great. It's at Stanford Bridge, which obviously we haven't won there in God knows how it's long. Much. But yeah, everything about this game looks good. In, I mean, obviously... We could lose this game just because I remember the man in the Man U game last year where I was like, we're better than Man U, but star players can show up. They have star players and, you know, <laughs> shit goes. Soccer goes the way it goes. But this is such a big game. We are in. We are in the whole the title. We are in the top position in this game. We are the favorites. We should be the favorites. And that and it's yeah, it's, it's going to be a big fo- focal point of where we actually are going into the season. It's not going to be the end all. Like if we lose this game, obviously it's not the end of the world. There's, it's very early in the season, but it is a big point of seeing how our new players, how our the new system, how a summer under Conte really worked for this team. Oh, this feels like right after summer vacation, and you were training boxing all summer, and the bully approaches you. Like Cess. Yes, we went through the Cess and your own transformation, except the entire Tottenham squad went through it, which. To be fair, most people look hell of a lot better than they did. Shout out to uh, Sonny Calvin Klein aficionado. <laughs> very, um, very fit. We you just got to stand way. up to the bullies, man. We got to do it. Yeah, it's oh, especially a weekend bully. So, I mean, like matches I've been looking forward to is because they play back three also. So we got Kula Bali versus Kulisevsky. That should be fun. So that might be. Maybe go down the other side where they're we much weaker because they don't they they'll have Silva in the middle, and then they still haven't found that other defenseman to replace like they got, Christensen. They got rid of Christensen and yeah. and then and then Barcelona stole every player they wanted, <laughs> even though they can't register them. But yeah, 
they still obviously have star players. It's crazy to see Timo Werner have to leave after, as Tottenham fans, we watch that man destroy us in a game. Mm. A game where I watched the most positive person here, Jose. I watched the I watched the his eyes and all the hope come out of them as Bayern beat us seven two in that Champions League game. Like, ugh. oh my god! Wait, Timo, Timo. No, no, in the, the Leipzig. Sorry, no, 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 in the Leipzig. Leipzig game. In the Leipzig game. Woof, woof. <laughs> that game well, was so brutal. It's okay to it's it's okay to confuse Bundesliga teams. Germans. Well, that's the third. That's the third best team. He's back there now. Right, that's where he went. Yeah, yeah, that's where he went. But and then Romelu back at back at Inter. I'm I, I expect Kai Havertz to last all of 15 minutes in this game before Romero takes it decide before he just decides to give up because Romero is going to destroy that man. We didn't even mention the tackle on uh, Romeo. Oh yeah, the most unnecessary thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the team is getting blooded into death. It's four to one. He's he is like Lena Lena Hetty, aka Cersei in Game of Thrones, where she he always chooses violence every single time, no matter what. What did you see? So there were two yellow cards. There were three yellow cards in the game. Seth got one, uh, Benton Cor got one, and Basuma got one at the end. And all of them were yellow cards. The difference between what Romero does is he doesn't spike you. He drives one foot here and then comes around and slices you with the other foot. So he doesn't, he didn't, he never like cleats you. So he'll never actually get the full penalty and he gets away with it every time. And like, like, he says, Hey, my other foot hit the ball. Yeah. But you just killed the fucking guy. Well, the biggest thing is they, they're looking for that cleat. They're looking for like the cleat on top of cleat or the cleat to the shin, like the studs up. He just keeps the stud away and then he comes around and like he like slices your feet out from behind you. <laughs> He's so aggressive. It's it's nerve-wracking. It's fucking nerve-wracking. But the way that man is able to pick little like just pick the ball from you is unbelievable. He's the he's the third best player on this team. He could be the second best player. He could be the first best player in a year or two. No. Disagree. When Kane's 31. He's not better than Kulisevsky. I'm sorry. No. It, it's tough. It's tough. Mm. I don't know who's better than who, but I mean, I'm great. I mean, him. honestly, if we're going to go off of the last year, you could put him third and Kane is fourth. That's a great – I mean, it's a, it's a really good point of how great Kulisevsky has been. It's just when I watch Romeo, Romero, I think – different tier and i see a tier of people that are the same as kulisevsky in a way as good as kulisevsky sure sure i understand that that's also a positional strength in in terms of the premier league being excellent in terms of winners but i mean maybe i'm just biased because i love romero i just i think it's that sounds what this sounds like is it's one of those good problems Mm -hmm. it's not really a problem all right, so let's go. Let's let's talk a little bit more about Chelsea. Do we change a little bit of the lineup? Does no. Basuma get in? No. Does pa- Does Parasic get in? No, no, no. I think Cesc had such a great game last week that you have to give him another go when he's you know full one hundred percent ready. And Parasic is still coming off that injury, so we're not we're not sure if he's a hundred hundred percent. And this I, is again I, one of those beautiful benefits of having five subs. Because we have five subs, if something isn't working, we don't have to waste one. We don't have to waste a third of our subs at halftime if something isn't working. Well, we still would have four extra ones. So I think you put the same starting 11 out and see what happens. Yeah, I think you leave Emerson out, especially. You keep Hoiberg for defensive abilities. And honestly, I I don't think Batuma really covered himself in glory in that seven minute cameo not that i'm really expecting much from seven minutes but he got a bad yellow and gave the ball away a couple times i I don't think he earned anything close to starting at this point no agreed i still think he'll be our best midfielder but agreed yeah the only place the only place i see maybe we might switch it up and it all depends on how the game is going is on the right side royale even though he had a great game 
I mean, the rest of the, the starting 11, I don't see them getting sub. Maybe there or, or Langley in for Davies if we need some more offense somehow. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are, these, but these are all subs. I'm, I'm talking about who's who's going to start this game and if we would start yeah. Parasic over Sess because as good of a game as Sess had, he deserves to start. We know, Par- we know Parasic's a better player. We know he's better at that position right now in their careers. Yeah. Agreed. At least, at least from an offensive perspective. It's funny. It's, I mean, Par- I mean, Sess even kind of admitted it. Like, that goal was because Parasic told me to go to that position. Sure. So, My biggest concern with Parasic is like uh, he's what my age he's 34 did you see him did you see yeah, what he, he played, looks like he played what 25 minutes my concern is overworking him which is why we need to keep oh both yeah, yeah, yeah. but so I, I think th- the the 60 minute 30 minute thing is going to be pretty consistent for the rest of the season i th- i think parasic's one of those guys who's going to be able to play until he's 36 37 it's just like oh, so how he's, he's like, built he's like the 52 year old dude playing He's just, I mean, like you saw him play, play. you saw him play in the Roma game. He he looked great. That dude was flying. He's 34. He just, I just, and and then you saw the picture. He looks, he looks great. So I just don't think we've lost anything. He had a good last season. So until I see the fall off, I'm going to say this is one of the best wing backs in the world. I can't disagree. But we want to do predictions for for Sunday. It's Sunday, right? Yeah, it's a Sunday. It is 11, Sunday. Uh, Sunday, eleven thirty, states time. So Eastern Coastern. Do I go to Bissell Brothers to watch the game, or do I watch it at home because I'm trying to save money? We're gonna go to Bissell Brothers when I come up to visit. Of course, of course. But um, I don't know. Do what you want. I don't give a shit. Is that the question? Can we do predictions? Well, I meant that as like a, a, a group thing. Are you guys going to watch it at a, at a bar or are you going to stay at home? Um, I'll, probably go to, I'll probably go to Rivercrest. It's a later game because I'm not going to go to any of the earlier games, the real early this, games. That's one of the things that I have a hard time with is when, when it's like uh, could be really great or could be really bad. And honestly, most of the time when I've met you guys at, at Flannery's, it's one of those high risk, high reward games, but. I never know whether to just sit at home and possibly be really excited alone or possibly cry alone or whether it's better with a group of people to share the emotion, even though most of the people at Bissell Brothers are just like looking at me out of the side of their eye like I'm just trying to eat my chicken sandwich and have a beer, so shut the fuck up. All right, let's do predictions. Go to Bissell Brothers if you want. Call me. I'll, I'll, hit, up, I'll hit up my friend for you, but... Joe Mar, what's, what's the score of the Chelsea Tottenham game on Sunday? I'm gonna say three to one. Wow, Derek. Derek, five one. Oh. Idiot. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I hate... Mine is reasonable. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Why do we even do this podcast? So Derek says stupid shit. Jose. I'm going a very low-scoring affair, and we're going to eke out a win, 1-0. And I'm going 2-1. I agree with you. It's going to be a low-scoring affair. I just feel like it's one of those games where tensions will be a little high. We might be a little nervous just because who it is and stuff. But Wait, this is at Stanford Bridge? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> we're going to score. Change, <laughs> <I change my laughs> score? We're going to be the five. We're, four, so our, our four, first four. win in like 30 years at Stanford Bridge is going to be 5-1. A bloodbath. A 5-1 I'm, I'm bloodbath. I'm going to change my score. I think he five, still have Bissell Brothers nothing. in his head. 5-0? Five, five, nothing? Nothing. <laughs> five, <nothing>. He may <laughs> still have Bissell Brothers in his mind. Fuck Chelsea. No, they fuck are the Chelsea. worst. Fuck everybody. Even Christian Pulisic. I don't agree with you anymore on that. I mean, I hate Chelsea just because we've, I feel like we've been competing them because we've been better than Arsenal, but God, are Arsenal fans fucking stupid? Like, yes, that is a fan, that, that is a fan base that is more delusional than any fan base that is around. It's unbelievable. But yeah, if you go fair. by recent history, as far as a rivalry goes, like people that I yeah. want to do bad yeah. things to, those games with Chelsea, like you go to the Battle of the Bridge. Oh, my God. Yeah, I absolutely you know, agree. Four. Arsenal's absolutely agree with Derek. Yeah. I, I, I get along with Chelsea fans more than I do with Arsenal fans. So I agree dumb. with you there, Ben. 
But they're dumb. with Derek saying, I, dude, I literally wanted to kill a dog watching that game. <laughs> I almost killed my own dog. That's how mad I was watching the battle at the bridge. And yeah, I hate Chelsea more as a team. It's so here's the thing it's been way Chelsea for me since that game. The one person in the entire world who could bring the Arsenal Chelsea, like, who do I hate more closer? Since it cost us the league in like 2017. No, this fuck, fucking tie. That idiot who's on Arsenal TV. Dude, Arsenal TV is the worst. Even when Ty wasn't there, they're no, so he, they're he's terrible. Worse than, he is worse than every single person. Did you I, watch the Did you watch the thing with Gary Neville? Yes. It, what was where, it called? The uh, yeah, where they had the big sit down and, and they had James all the Carragher, and he was just how, like, how much have you won? 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 You guys haven't finished above us in f- seven years. We're, Dude, we're, I love Barney. I don't get like th- we're we're back to this argument of shut the fuck up about titles. Like we understand there there's eleven people on the field, eleven. It's a team. And yes, Tottenham as a team has failed multiple times. Doesn't mean Kane is worse than your striker or Son is worse than your son is worse than your winger. Shut up. Shut up about titles. Like I can't believe we don't... That he didn't bludgeon him to death on that stage. For any European fans listening, as Americans, yes, titles matter. We consider Michael Jordan the greatest because he has six titles and he never lost when he was in it. But we don't that's we don't think about that when we consider who's the best player lebron lost like three times like all this stuff like we we're past that we look at the player as for the who the player is not how many championship teams he was on teams yeah it drives me yeah. nuts like Aaron Rodgers what is, is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen and how one many super titles bowl. does he have one super no, bowl compared to Aaron Rodgers. no i disagree bad example that's only because Rodgers. he's a chicago bears, bears fan he's but... a bears fan Tom Brady's won seven Super Bowl titles, and there's plenty to argue that Peyton Manning, who's won only two, is a is a better quarterback because there's 22 players on a football on an NFL team that are on the field, 57 in total. Right? <laughs> did, I just, did I just get that wrong? 52, 57? I think it's a 52 man roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 52 man roster. Well, it's, it's changed over the years. To be fair, yeah, it should be more, but. I, I, we digress. It's just an, it's an insane argument, especially for us as Americans and American Puerto Ricans. You guys are half the country, you know. <laughs> bad bunny, bad bunny. To to just think about because like we don't have all these tr- trophies you can win. We don't have a Carabao Cup at an EFIA. We have one. You win one, and that's all we fucking care about. And then we judge the players on who they are. You know what? You can give Chris Paul shit for not winning championships, and we do. But no one's really denying how great of a point guard is because of the championships he didn't win. And in soccer, that happens so much. Yeah, I, I'm kind of actually that was not the best example because I do shit on Chris Paul for the championships. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think Chris Paul is one of like the best, one of the better point guards of like all time? Oh, absolutely. But I think if, if, if there is a single person in Europe listening to this podcast, you're like, mm. what is basketball? Chris uh, Paul. Basketball's, I mean, basketball's bigger over there than it is, than baseball is. It's like, yeah. who's Mike Trout? You ask a British person who Mike Trout is. And that's a, is that the, that's ask a British person who Aaron Judge is. Like, oh, no, it's Aaron Judge. Guys. He was there last year. Oh yeah, yeah. and that crazy. That, 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 oh, that game year. was that game was not a real baseball game. I don't know what that was. That was not last year. That was, it was like two years ago. It was like it was like fifty to they like scored like eighty runs in three games between the both of the teams or something. It was crazy. I remember those. Yeah, but uh, that was a pretty crazy game. Yeah, but all right. So I know we kind of digress. I said two one. Derek is mad and five nothing prediction at Stanford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. Great way to start the season. Very unspursy. Let's get rid of that term. I mean, let's get yeah, let's get rid of that term. Conte's gonna crush it. Conte's gonna murder that term. He's gonna take this team and he's gonna murder that term. I guess the only thing other thing we could talk about is we brought it up earlier. Uh we, we just got a new guy, Destiny Udoge, who's supposedly they love, looks great. Jose loved him from his clips and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes they're a little, you know their best plays, but he did look really good, I have to admit. And then we're still after Zaniola. And I think someone made a good comparison as Zaniolo isn't Ryan Madison in how he passes the ball. He's a dribbler. James Madison. And 
Someone considered James Mack. I keep saying that, right? I've said yeah, that dude. twice, <laughs> right? I, I said that last week yeah. too. God. James Madison, sorry. Ryan Mason. Billy, Billy Madison. Here. Billy Madison. That's what I'll call him. But um, Zaniolo was compared to a large Brian Heel. And that is exactly what I feel like what Conte is looking for. I don't think he Conte even, I kind of just likes him because like Italian and six foot three and gig- this dude is huge. Like you saw him when we played him in the preseason game, like just large. And if we can break down, I think the quote was, you can break down low blocks easier with a really good dribbler than a really good passer. Because mm-hmm. sure. they just, they force things to happen. Yeah. And so to note on that, there's some rumors about Gio and Tangi finally getting some place to go. <laughs> and hopefully they do. I mean, for them, not for anyone else, just for I them. Mean, I want them to play, you know, it sucks for them to be here and not do anything. Yeah, to, uh, to waste money on them. Like, no, I'm with you. A single fuck about either of them. No, I would like them to go somewhere and play, bro. These guys. Yeah, you know, because you don't want them to be on our payroll. I don't, and I and I want. And I want somebody so, else. So Jose's completely right. Jose's completely right. We wouldn't want them on our fucking payroll. I want them here. The team. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So quick hey, note on that. That's not what he said. What he said? <laughs> anyway, he was like, "I'm really happy for them to have a chance to play the old ball game." I was being nice and political. I mean, right. I can, politically correct. They can be mutually exclusive. I can be happy for them and also want them to get the hell out of here. But so quickly, Lo Celso seems like it's going to be Villarreal, but or, or Florentina. There's still questions there. And Villarreal is also going after Indombole. Nobody's going after Winks. And Shocker. Napoli. I just saw Napoli. And, going yeah, after I saw them. Napoli too. And then uh, Valencia is going after Brian Heal. Those are the that's, most that's recent. That's the one that sucks, but I mean, I oh. guess it's, that one is actually good for him. I want the kids to play. Actually, I saw I not. Would, a, I wouldn't sell heel. I would. Uh, yes, I agree with. I agree with you. I don't think he needs. Um, I, I, I I think he doesn't need playing time, or I just think he needs a he needs gym time. Let him play with the team and just <laughs> let him work out. Because our our concern is like we need you to be bigger. So all you need to go is hit the, is go to the gym. I don't. I'm not consoled that he needs a loan. Um, well, no. See, here's the thing. I don't mind alone because so, I don't think he's actually going to get time. But I think him being with us for the off season is valuable. I don't look. Like, I, I I've jumped on players early. I don't think Sars that good. He's, I think he's too much young. of a kid. He's still too much of a kid. He's, I think we could sell him though. And make actual money? No, I disagree. I well, don't think. I don't think it's worth it. We don't need money. That's the thing. This is why Jose and I were arguing about we have too many midfielders. Jose said we have too many midfielders that are the same person. We don't need money. Who gives a fuck? Sell the people that suck. The people <laughs> we don't want, the people that Conte has phased out, sell them. He brought yeah. them to the preseason. Leave those people alone. We've got a £150 million infusion on top of all the Champions League money and finishing fourth in the Premier League. We don't need money. I don't want to hear about that shit. And this is no. why Derek doesn't run a football club. Oh, you do, Mister Fucking. Who doesn't Never. need money? Everyone yeah, needs. Yeah. Everyone needs money. Barcelona no, needs they money. They don't. <laughs> Barcelona does not money. <laughs> yeah, Arsenal spent more money than us. Well, Jaffet Tanganga, Jaffet Tanganga, and the AC Milan uh, saga continues. Whatever is going on there. Oh, it's the. Uh, they want. We want an obligation to buy. They don't want the obligation to buy. So yeah, that's the holdup right there. For the Jeff and Tanganga, who else? Who else are we trying to sell? And Sar was also linked to AC Milan. And yeah, they can. They can all anyone, go. Under, anyone who can drink beer legally in in the United States, loan them. Oh, and uh, actually, no, no. Winks to Nottingham Forest. I saw, maybe, but like Winks has been connected to everyone, and they all then watch his tape, and they go, "We're good." <laughs> he was like, I feel like he started at thirty million, and then it was like twenty. It was like Everton, West Ham, and then it was like. Lower leads, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> but uh, Troy Parrott scored today for Preston North in the in the AFL Cup, looking good. But um, what a win, guys! What a way to start the season. I I'm more positive than I've been in in a maybe forever, honestly, about this team. So great way to start the season. I'm excited. Remember to follow our Instagram at Spurs in our Twitter at Spurs in podcast and yeah spurs out spurs out out. let's go i'm gonna watch me some conte cam now
It's We're going to win the good. league. We're winning the league. We're winning the league. I have nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so Give me a change of the slaves and